I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes to the Marvel Playlist. Yay! Yay. I am the Green Traveler from Gorge. And I am the Faceless Leon. I'm traveling around my microphone. It's my new ability. I just go woo 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 woo. Oh, so you get, become a ghost. Yes. That's your mutant abilities. Like, yeah, You're a I ghost. can become ethereal. That's right. And I'm super stretchy. The more I think about it, I think I would actually really like uh, the blue ones. Mystique is that her name? Mm-hmm. Mystique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd li- I'd like to be able to just you know shift form into whoever the fuck I, I want to be. <laughs> I see. I thought <laughs> that'd be that- awesome. I thought that you were going to say that you just wanted to be with one of the blue ones. Like, just have Mystique and Nightcrawler and Beast just in the same room with you, and you're just like, oh yeah, everybody all at once. Come on now. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) I'll be okay with this. So I. I did like... You know? uh, (laughs) uh, My old old Easter egg spoiler, I did like seeing Hank McCoy on the TV. I don't know if it was... uh, What's his name? Oh, um, uh, yes, the, uh, um, Kelly K- Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, thank you. Yeah, I don't know if it was him or not, but yeah, he was on the TV and it said Hank McCoy, and he was just a human. Yeah, like he was just a, a normal guy and just said doctor in front of his name, and I was just like, huh, I don't, I didn't remember him being like. I mean, they cut a lot of characters out of this movie because Fox was still worried about budget at the time. Mm. So like, he might have been one that was cut out, I guess, but. Maybe. Yeah, it was, it was a funny Easter egg when I saw him. I was like, "Ha! I wonder what Blake would feel. How Blake would feel about this? Because <laughs> he's human." Yeah, I mean, you know, it, maybe he hasn't done that experiment yet. Because, all right, we'll we'll maybe. talk we'll talk more about it when they actually bring in a Hank McCoy, which is right. That's fair. The next time we talk about X Men. So, <laughs> in this one, uh. The team thinks that everything is back to Norman, except for (laughs) (laughs) they they only get Norman because there's because there's mutants and they can't have Norman. Okay, so there is an attack against the president of the United States. Oh my goodness! That's right. I forget who plays him, but it looked like Ray. Oh, what's his nuts? Ray Romano. Pre- President McKenna, played by Cotter Smith. But Ray uh-huh. Liotta. I, I I thought it, he looked kind of like Ray Liotta. But... Yeah, I, I guess I could... You know, I, I don't really have an image of the guy in front of me, but I guess I can understand. I don't right, quite right. remember what he looked like. But. Right. This was also yeah. 20 years ago, so... The that guy looked more yes, like Ray Liotta a... 20 years ago than he does now. Okay, anyhow, <laughs> the the attacker <laughs> ends up being Kurt Wagner, a.k.a. Nightcrawler, oh played by Alan Cumming. And not played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And not played by Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that movie? I do, yes. Oh I haven't God. watched it. So good. I was kind of hoping when I first heard about it, like I just heard, hey, have you seen that Nightcrawler movie? I was like, did they make a Nightcrawler movie? 
That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very different character, which is hilarious. Uh, yes, very much so. No, I can't. I can't think of Kurt Wa- Wagner without thinking of Jake Gyllenhaal now, which is just very weird. Very That's really weird. funny. I do think that honestly, he would not. It, it, He'd make a good Nightcrawler if he has a good German accent. Anyhow, yeah, Alan maybe, Cumming yeah. does a good job. He is one of the mutants that can't hide because he is always blue. He also has sharp teeth, pointed ears, and the tail of a devil. Oh, also hands and feet like he's got more poseable toes than yeah. the average human. But he also has Ninja Turtle hands and toes. And right that is. and i w- i will also say as a kid i was very confused because and this is just me being racist against mutants but i thought he was just a different actor playing toad from the first movie <laughs> like i thought for for a, for a long time when like every like i don't know yeah. how many times i watched this movie thinking this before i realized it was a completely different character yeah but like yeah i yeah. thought it was just like oh they got better budget they were able to give him a cool tail and like make him blue like i get it right. okay right instead of green yeah, yeah. no nope. so- <laughs> oh, completely wrong completely wrong it's not so he's not a toad he's a nightcrawler he's a worm now. right yeah and it was, it was another weird thing, too, is because I, I know very little about the X-Men, except for the, you know, I watched the TV show when I was a kid, so, like, I remembered certain bits of that, and I was watching that show when the, these movies came out, but, like, Nightcrawler was always a good guy, mm-hmm. and the very opening of this movie, he's about to kill the president. He and is like, about to kill the president, but that is because... He is being controlled by this drug that was developed yes. by this colonel that has been dealing with uh, mutants nearly as long as uh, Professor X has been trying to help his fellow mutants. And this yeah. man is Colonel William Stryker, played by Brian Cox. This might be the first thing that I saw Brian Cox in. Good old Brian Cox. Yeah, I don't know. The man's got such an extensive filmography. Yes. Like I was looking through I it, and I was like, surprised. I couldn't tell you which one was first. Yeah. It would, it would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense if this was uh, my first two, I guess, because uh, you know, two thousand three film. I was only ten when. Right. I'm pretty sure I saw this one. I don't know if I saw this one in theaters, but I definitely saw this one. Like I definitely year saw of the release. third one in theaters because I'll tell a story when we get there, but I. I definitely had both this and the other on DVD. I both have. I have that set that the the dual set still. That's how I watched yeah. these for this review. Yeah. So, the X Men, which uh, for this mission is, I think, just Jean and Aurora. I don't remember. Anyways, they go pick up Kurt and find out that he was being controlled. That that's where that goes. Yeah, they really do the uh, the Empire Strikes Back approach to the story, where they divide all of the characters up for this one, which is kind of cool. Yeah, like yeah. I think they handle it pretty well. I do too. I have issues with it, which I'll get to later. But like, sure, I I, th- I think it's decent. You know, decently sure. done. So you find out uh, after an attack that William Stryker does on the mansion that he is the guy who is responsible for Wolverine's antimantium skeleton. So, and memory loss, too. And, and memory loss, though he didn't know that that was going to be a side effect of it. <clears throat> he he, has, uh, he thinks that Logan would 
recognize him and he's like you think you're being a good boy i know you're an animal you're an animal (laughs) he's got like a william striker has like this southern accent but i don't know i feel like it's kind of hard to take wherever brian cox is out of brian cox (laughs) he's scottish so never mind Because Scotsman. He, I was dead certain he was a New Yorker, so. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, they keep taking our American jobs. They keep on taking our jobs. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, Aurora and uh, Aurora, again, still played by Halle Berry. That's right. And, oh, what's her name? Jean Grey, Famke Jansen. Thank you. Man, I can't find anybody in this cast list. James Marsden plays Scott Summers Cyclops. No, I found him. Well, I was just going to say that those two, uh, Jean Grey and Aurora, they're, as you mentioned, they're on their mission right. with uh, you know Finding Nightcrawler. And then another pairing is, again, as you just said, James Marsden and Scott Summers and Professor X himself. Patrick Stewart. They go off to visit uh, imprisoned magneto or right. eric lyncher as she's more ian known McKellen. in this movie uh thank you beautiful ian mckellen and ian mckellen he's in this all plastic it was plastic, plastic right? prison william Stryker designed the prison and had oh, yeah and had all the visits that he wanted with with mr lyncher yeah, he, he tortured poor Magneto. You get to see, uh, you know, Magneto kind of, not broken, but like under, right. you know, not as. He's been drugged uh, thoroughly yeah. and repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's kind of good, you know, it's a nice, it's a good, oh, yeah. good Ian... choice to like take your last movie villain right. and have them being under the thumb of the new movie villain. Yeah. And, this... and it is only because he's been stripped of all the resources that make him so powerful. And that scene where yeah. he gets that back, I don't really want to explain how Mystique makes that happen. But I always was like, oh, fuck. Oh, geez. And then it's I'd be so like, good. And then I'd be like, wait, that... That wouldn't work, right? You can't just take a syringe of metal and put it in somebody, right? I know I said I wasn't gonna say what happened, but I, I do want to. I do kind of want to discuss that at the same time. Like, you can't just do that, right? They don't just walk no, away. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that guy would be dead I'm just because sure. of the increase. You wouldn't make it back yeah. to work the next day. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And and it also begs the question that if he's able to do that, there's iron in pretty much a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wouldn't he just there's be able just to do much. that out of somebody's blood? There's too much yeah. iron in his blood. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, because I mean, that's what I, I'm saying. I, like, what... I think that he would have given himself hemophilia if he could have done that. He, he would have right. just taken it yeah. from his own blood. Because uh, Magneto is extreme. Yeah. <laughs> he really is he's pretty badass yeah i'm struggling with words today but yeah that's that's the other grouping uh because patrick stewart goes to visit him and while he's there striker hatches his own plans which is kidnapping patrick stewart because the overall plot is uh william striker wants to annihilate 
all, all mutants. the mutants. Complete and genocide. He wants to use Cerebro, which I think we explained in the previous episode. Right. It enhances Professor X's telepathic telepathic powers, and he can yeah. find mutants or really anybody with it throughout the world. Right. Yeah. It's it's really cool stuff, but in the wrong hands, it's really fucking scary. Yep. And you know, I guess Tony Stark would have loved to have that during Civil War, but. But different universes. <laughs> different universes, man. They didn't have the X-Men yet. And <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, uh, another big moment because now you got Professor X who gets kidnapped by William Stryker. And William Stryker, you get to see how maniacally disgusting he is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, genocide is already disgusting. Right. But he brings out his own son who has similar powers to match uh professor right. x he is more of an illusionist though yeah yeah and you just find out that striker's been experimenting on his own kid yeah, I know. for it's years fucked. and it's just like yeah oh. his kid is like all shriveled up in a wheelchair it's really kind of scary honestly yeah i think it kind of fucked me up a little bit as a kid it's kind of like what we do to cows ew <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Except for we fatten them up. You're right, but we fatten them up to the point where they literally have no like physical no ability, ability to move. Yeah. It's kind of like this poor kid. He's, yeah. just, he's just there. He's just there. And he's brainwashed. And he's uh, brainwashed just like the cows. Yeah. All the cows have to watch Peppa Pig and it's just... it's. <laughs> So, so the school gets attacked, right? And a lot of the kids get abducted during it. Except for rogue and bobby uh rogue is played by anna paquin again and um bobby oh wait there was one other two uh also john yeah pyro yeah bobby drake plays iceman uh i mean he is iceman and is played by <laughs> sean ashmore and uh john being pyro is played by aaron stanford i decided i'm not gonna yeah, try yes. to say john's last name but he's supposed to be australian he's very much american and that's okay um he <laughs> also fine, was never sure. on the x-men he he's one of the brotherhood of evil mutants that's fine well uh but he, fair, he he's can, not on the x-men either in this that's movie. true that's true but he's one of <laughs> charles's student. student and um yeah. he has the ability to control fire as his name implies but he can't create the fire just just an interesting yeah. uh part of his thing Iceman obviously can control ice he can even turn himself into ice in fact when sarah saw him yeah. turn into ice she was like oh he doesn't just have cold powers he can turn into ice and she's like <laughs> doesn't he think that that might like make him more brittle i mean i know ice is hard and it'd be hurt to be punched by it and i was like yeah but like have you ever like hit like six inch ice it's fucking hard yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't break that easily. yeah no not so much but on impact from like a draw big fall it would probably kill him oh, but yeah. thankfully he's able to yeah. literally just make an ice slide that's right and just slide exactly. around on that all the fucking time yeah. um, it's pretty cool stuff did you ever watch the uh, spider-man and his amazing friends um i'm sure i've watched a few episodes but i don't yeah, remember it's a really old cartoon it. it starred spider-man ice man and uh fire 
something. The Human Torch? It's No, it's a lady, and I think she was just created oh, okay. for the cartoon, but I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Firebrand? Fire something. <laughs> I don't recall. But anyhow, uh, there's some a lot of really interesting, funny scenes with Iceman in that, including where he makes ice for a bar- party and somebody flips their shit. <laughs> it's like, you're a mutant, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I really like the Iceman presented here, like, because yeah. his first action, they're in the, uh, those three that you mentioned, Rogue, Iceman, and, and Pyro, they're all in a... Yeah. At a museum. Yeah, all the and, all the students are at a museum. Yeah, and, and uh, they're by themselves at the cafeteria, and some shit goes down with some normies, and <laughs> they end up using their powers, and everything freezes around them. Like all of every all the people freeze. All of, like the some machinery still going because it's just like it's not completely stopped, but like you can right. hear like static over radio stuff like that. And then out comes Professor X, and he's just like fucking don't guys yeah pretty Jesus much Christ. he's like you guys are children <laughs> uh well mostly he has to call down john but he was trying to be uh diplomatic as always and not pointing it directly right. at john he's like you guys can't just show off your powers um though yeah. iceman definitely saved that bully ass kid exactly yeah. yeah and i really love that because like you get that you get that good hint at iceman that he is uh he is like a bro, yeah. you know, because like when he when he first meets Logan and, and Rogue is all just like, oh, my God, Logan, I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. And then and, and Iceman's like, all right, I got to, you know, do the, the strong handshake. So he grabs grabs Logan's hand <laughs> and freezes it. You know, yeah. he's just like he, yeah. he does do that kind of macho stuff. But and at the same time, he is that that scene didn't happen in the previous movie because he's in the, he, the same actor, same character in the previous movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's funny that that didn't happen before. But they weren't dating at that time, That's right? That's true. Like, he was just the only person being kind to her yeah. <laughs> out of the students. <laughs> Uh, That's fair. <laughs> so and, and Logan and Logan hasn't been like a real teacher there. He's been no, off on missions for no. Professor X. So I think no, it makes I sense. think he's mostly actually been searching for his memories at this point oh yeah that's uh, fair yeah, yeah he comes back to try to get more information from professor x it turns out professor x knew the information that logan was after he just thought it would be easier because that's the lab where he was fused with the the antimantium so yeah yeah a couple more things about Iceman before we move on. I, I feel like we talked more about him than I thought we would, but this is where he becomes like a part of the team. <laughs> He's really not. Uh, but I, de- I just wanted to mention a couple things about him. He's one of the original X-Men, and also mm. in more recent times, the character has come out as gay, and that it's, it's pretty interesting oh, nice. because he's always been the Playboy character. Like, he's always... Uh, yeah. dated a lot of women and then he's like yeah, well, he's a he's a yeah go ahead he's a main character in the ultimate spider-man story like towards oh, really? the end of the peter parker run and like that's the only interaction i've really had with him and throughout the whole thing he's always trying to get with the cutest girls because he's su- he has no game whatsoever <laughs> but he he's just like absolutely desperate so it's just like anytime that brian michael bendis introduced a new girl character he was just like 
do you think she's single? <laughs> do, do you, should, can you go give a like good word for me? Like, please? <laughs> like, pretty please? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, like the Bobby Drake that I'm familiar with. Uh, and, and yeah, they, they, so the story they're playing is that, like, you know, he just was running really hard from it. And uh, <clears throat> now he's accepting it and being who he is. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, moving on with the story, it all culminates at this dam that is un- in this facility that Damn. is under the place that Wolverine was looked sent to check out. So, under there, uh, underwear, you might say. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Well, basically, Logan has to save everybody, and he does. Yep. And because Rogue crashed the plane... The X-Wing into uh, the ground. Uh, they were having trouble lifting off or some bullshit. I can't remember. And the water was coming. And spoilers for the Indian. They were setting it up for uh, the whole movie. Uh, Jean Grey is way more powerful than she used to be. And uh, she holds back the water as long as she can for the X-Wing to get out of there. And then she drowns. Yeah. And that that I, yep. I bring that up because it's important for the next review we we talk about. Yeah, yeah, they really did the uh, the, the character has to sacrifice themselves at right. the end, right? And it's uh, it's interesting. I was I really enjoyed the movie up until that point. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I'm not um, a big fan. It's of still it. good. Uh, they, I mean, they yeah. were playing more with the original idea of. Uh, the phoenix because that's what they're trying to set up uh for the next one yeah she she does get trapped uh, in the ocean and uses uh, her abilities to save the x-men and that's where the phoenix force like uh accepts her and saves her and whatever um right but in the next movie i have a lot of complaints so I'm, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, my biggest problem is that I think they handle the the characters being split pretty decently. Right. I mean, obviously Wolverine gets a lot more focus than everybody just because people love they uh, do. Hugh Jackman. They do. And then it seems it seems like they tried to give Aurora more screen time, though they Halle Berry did. was just nominated for an Oscar, so that might have been why. Yeah, but uh. they, but at the same time, like the first scene that she's in, uh, Wolverine shows back up at the mansion, and she comes in the room and she says, "Well, hello." And then Jean shows up and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna leave now." Like that is like yep. basically the literal sentiment of of what she says, not word for word what yep. she says, but that's like how she's introduced to this movie. Hello, goodbye. I'm late. Right. I'm late. I'm late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then she gets a little more to do with yes. uh, uh, Nightcrawler later on. That's right. That that you get some. You get some character development between her and him, and it's it's kind of nice. Yeah, like, they try to do this uh, thing with like his faith and her like uh, I don't know what the word is uh, skepticism of people. Right. Yeah. And, and it's nice. It's, yeah. it's a good little touch. Yeah, but they could have done more with it if they would have given it a little bit more time. Exactly, and and that's my big problem is that they could have done more. Like every every single character, they could have done more with specifically with 
James Marsden as Cyclops. He gets so little screen time in this movie. He's he like, does. he's in the beginning in a few scenes, and then he gets knocked out by the the William Stryker. <laughs> yeah, and then he is just gone until the end. And it's just like I was like, oh my god, poor man! Like he is such a good is Cyclops, true. and he's just kind of just like goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> and honestly, a talented actor, so it is a little sad, but yeah. There's a lot of characters in, in a thing like this where they have a big roster. They're always going to want to introduce new characters from the verse. Right. Speaking of uh, Lady Deathstrike, who's important to uh, Wolverine's storyline, is in this. And she's played by yes. Kelly Who or Wu. I'm not entirely sure the H-U sound makes. But she, in this, is basically just Stryker's lapdog. Which she does get yeah. experimented on as well in the comics. And it's kind of weird where exactly their relationship stands. But you get the idea that they're lovers in the part of Logan's life that he forgets. Yeah, I, I guess that um, this whole story takes uh, comes from the Chris Claremont storyline. I've never, I have, sadly haven't been able to read Chris Claremont's X Men because they're fucking expensive. Yeah. So Marvel, why don't you fucking re-release your goddamn trades already? I'm getting tired mm-hmm. of you. But anyways, it comes from the storyline God loves, man kills, hmm. and I guess Lady Deathstrike just takes place of another character in that because I guess oh. there's a character in that. Who follows that kind of a storyline with William Stryker, and they're just kind of like, we want Lady Death Strikes, so we're just kind of just shoot her, her and her in. I do, however, really like the concept that they went with Lady Death Strike because she's yeah, kind of cool. the worst in the comics. <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> uh, like her, so in this, her fingernails grow and are made of antimantium, just kind of like how saber grow a little bit except for like right. really long like and they're just like long little razor prick things that she fucks wolverine up with it's a fun fight yeah. <laughs> i'll give it that i do really like the fight that they do it's good yeah yeah, yeah. oh the ending i mean a lot of the a lot of the fights in this are really well done like the choreography is really handled well the the cgi holds up right you know pretty well except I have one issue with the CGI, and it's their fucking jet. Uh, the X-Men's mm. jet. I can't remember what it's called. What do you call it? No, that's... Yeah, of course. I should have known it was X-Wing. But, like... <laughs> I think it's called yeah, the like, X-Wing. I'm gonna, it might I'm be the sure X-Jet. Right. But it's just, like, all it is is it's a smaller plane that they use CGI to enlarge, and it, it just bothers me. It looks so weird. Like, I, I just couldn't stand it. Like, they just upscaled it, and I'm just like, don't. Just... Just leave it as it normally is or something. Like, this looks awful for your, this time period. It is actually the X-Jet, but it's also called the Blackbird. Wow. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. Its look was stupid. I guess it's based off an actual jet. That, well, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not based off. It is an actual jet that they upscale, yes, and that's what bothers right. me. Oh, I got you. They, it, the CGI done to that jet is so ugly <laughs> that I'm just like, why did you do this? It, and, and maybe it's just me. Maybe it, maybe it literally was just me seeing it and being like, what? <laughs> like, it's just it's so stupid. <laughs> hey, Charles Xavier can spend his 
fortune however he likes. And if he wants yeah. to buy a shitty CGI jet, he can. That's <laughs> yeah, true, it's his prerogative. <laughs> Fucker's got a, a fucking massive mansion for a school, by all means. Alright, alright, let's uh, do some closing statements, yeah. I think. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, I really enjoy this one. I actually think it's a little better than the first one. Maybe. Um, the the action's really good. There's a lot more with the character specifically of Wolverine. He gets a lot more yeah. backstory and look, and everybody loves that. And I think the chemistry is pretty good, especially with the kids and the the teachers, if you will, the professors. Sure. Like you know how they relate with Wolverine, how they relate with Cyclops, Scott, and all right. of them. It, it's good stuff. And and I I also still enjoy the the meta like i don't know not the meta but like the, the i mean i guess it is real life you know the the comparison with like racism right. and intolerance and all right. that kind of stuff you have and homosexuality too yeah right. yeah and, and i really enjoy that the villain is a human it is a yeah. powerless crazy maniacal motherfucker who wants to cause genocide yeah like it is it's like super evil villain and you think he would be lesser than your last movie villain, Magneto, who is a super-powered mutant. Right. But in reality, his plan, his his power, just as a as a colonel, and you know his reach and everything is so disgustingly like powerful. Right. It's really good stuff. I enjoy him as a villain. So you know, I give it. I'll give it three. Uh, three and a half. We'll say three and wow. a half stars. Wow. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's a very good score. I do give it 100% a full face because nice. it is it is a fun movie. Uh, out of the X-Men movies, I mean, we'll see when we get to the end there, but it might be the best one out of the, this Brian Singer verse, for sure. Yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> uh, that original <laughs> one, very fair. That original one is, I think, really just as good, but this one, because it doesn't have to set up everybody can be in the story a little bit longer honestly because the mm. roster is so big i i think both movies could have another half an hour and you could feel more connected to right. all the characters but uh yeah. for as long as they made the movie i think it, it really works and uh this is this is this was peak x-men for me because i i mean i watched it over and over again i'm pretty sure i saw this one before the the first one. Oh wow yeah <laughs> on accident i think i did it on accident uh because i got the dvd set no. and i think that the dvds were in backwards or something and i didn't read even though was, so <laughs> i was gonna say even though the title is x2 <laughs> uh, okay the title actually is <laughs> x2 x-men united <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I mean that was that was part of its marketing, but the the title is actually just X two, but it was marketed as X two X Men United and internationally as X Men two, but its official title is just X two. That's fucking <laughs> fucking it's Hollywood. Dumb. Sometimes is ridiculous, and then their poster is so bad in regards to what the name is because it's just an X behind yeah. it, the date it came. The right. data came out was May 2nd, 2003. Yeah. So it's five, and then it's a two <laughs> right in the center of the X. So, so I'm just like... You could you could see how I'd be confused and no, think... No, yeah, I get it. I do get it. <laughs> that, that was the original yeah. movie. Oh, shit. It's... Yeah. 
it was ridiculous but you know that's brian singer and i hope that uh between the last episode of x-men and this episode you went and looked out what i uh, looked up what i had said about brian singer because oh boy oh yeah anyways we won't get into it we won't get into <laughs> it go look it up yourself if you did not do it the last time i talked about it but uh what a man what a and not in a good way oh, not boy. like like oh boy what a man what a <laughs> like, oh no <laughs> oh golly <laughs> uh, well that's, that's it for here i am excited we get to see sued. what disney does with this that's where i will leave it off a positive note so they won't yeah. cancel us <laughs> exactly please don't <laughs> i am the great traveler from gorge and i am the faceless leon safe travels and good night <laughs> green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 are you a fan of the show feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.